try to get into the playoffs and, uh, and ride the momentum of, of how we play to get there. This is earlier than you normally would have to sort of enjoyed them yeah all three of y'all i bet you i was probably the only one that listened to it but fuck that let's get back to it man uh let's see what's going on what's going on in the world today well jordan Poole and andrew wiggins got paid young niggas get paid well deserved and another nigga that got paid charles barkley Well, the whole inside the NBA team got paid and extended for another 10 years. Damn, I love it. Then not to mention, right? Chuck got a hundred million. That could possibly be 200 million with particular incentives. Damn, shout out to Chuck, man. And uh, 
In funny news, Draymond Green's extension was rejected. Another person that got paid, Kevin Porter Jr. The young man ended up getting $83 million for billion dollars. Shout out to KPJ. I'm happy he got paid. You know, he had a bad rap through the NBA and shit. A bad reputation, so to speak, for going crazy. But that's that kid's passion of the game. But y'all don't pigeonhole Draymond and all those other guys that lose their shit to the same standards of a Kevin Porter Jr. There is a rumor going out there that AD could eventually be on the trading block, especially if this season doesn't go well. And the management does not believe in him as a franchise player. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't blame him. Now, when AD's on the court, he's productive. But he, 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 I, I hate to say this, but his mentality is weak. He doesn't have a killer instinct. And that plays a major role. Yes, he'll get the numbers and stuff, but he doesn't have the mentality to take over a franchise. He doesn't have the mentality to lead a franchise. He is a second banana to a leader. And unfortunately, LeBron James is a better leader than Anthony Davis. Davis is a talented player, but he needs an alpha next to him. He can't do he can't be the alpha on a team. But he's talented but injury prone. The management don't believe in him as a number one as a franchise uh, player. He has franchise player talent, but he doesn't have franchise player mentality. And that's a fact. Last but not least, before we get to the tonight's games, Kanye West. Oh, you know I was going to talk about Yeezy, baby. From what I watched, everything that Kanye was saying, I was agreeing with. Up until this nigga said, George Floyd died because of fentanyl. This got to be, that, that had to be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard a nigga say. If you really believe this, why does the autopsy say death by asphyxiation, huh? He was suffocated, bro. It's on the autopsy. Yes, fentanyl was in his system, but it didn't kill him. But that was the only thing that, and then you know what's fucked up? I just found out today that George Floyd's family is suing Kanye West for $250 million. And I don't blame him. Because that shit he said was wrong. But everything else he was saying was facts. About the Jews and all this other shit. Yeah, he his delivery is fucked up. I can agree with that. His delivery of things are maybe fucked up. But he was on point. And it's still... That Drink Champs interview was still good. From what I saw. I saw about a good... 
85% of that interview. Like, first of all, I don't even watch Drink Champs in full anymore. I just get to the shit that I want to hear and then I cut it off. Not to say that Drink Champs isn't good entertainment. I like the uh, older Drink Champs when it first came out. I like the interviews that are like an hour and a half. Like three hours. The only way I would watch a three hour Drink Champs interview is if I'm at work and I'm bored. But other than that, Kanye was dropping jewels. It was still a great interview. But here's the thing that I don't agree with. They put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. The views and, 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 and opinions, you know, his views and opinions do not affect those that drink champs. And then the crazy thing is, Ye was dissing Puff on Puff's platform. This shit gonna be on revolt. But allegedly, you know, Noriega got on the Breakfast Club and did damage control and said, I let my people down. Even though Noriega was challenging Kanye on his opinion about the White Lives Matter shit, it wasn't like Noriega didn't necessarily stand up, but he feels like, as a journalist, he let black people down. And I get where he's coming from, but I don't think you let anybody down. That's just my personal thoughts. But the Drink Champs interview was dope. Kanye was dropping a lot of jewels and how they that he was kept from a lot of things. His name was kept out of Forbes. Just very interesting things. A lot of jewels, man. Too many jewels to name. Let's get to these games, though. The first game was exciting. Not gonna hold y'all. The motherfucking Boston Celtics played the motherfucking Philadelphia 76ers. And the Boston Celtics ended up winning 126 to 117. Now, there was a lot of interesting things in this game. James Harden, in his season debut, Buddy Love Harden, because we're not making no more Harden fat jokes. Harden lost 100 pounds. Much respect to James Harden for dropping 100 pounds. He knew we was talking about him. He knew we heard him. I mean, he heard us. He heard all my fat jokes. And this is what I'm talking about. Responding with action. Taking the responsibility to get your ass back in the gym and drop that weight. Nigga went from old Zion to buddy love. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Little bit ass ass. Little bit ass ass. My ass is gone now. My dick. I can see my dick. <laughs> James Hart can finally see his dick for the first time in a year. <laughs> Pause that. But y'all niggas know where I'm coming from. 35 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Yes, sir. Now that's the James Harden. That's that top 10 in the game, James Harden. That's that Houston Rockets first year, James Harden under Kevin McHale, James Harden. Right there. You know what I noticed about James Harden? Mid-range. He is utilizing the mid-range shot. 
He still can't play no motherfucking defense. But, however, eight rebounds, seven assists. I like it. I like aggressive James Harden with Joel and B. I love it. Now, to Joel and B, ass. 26 points, 15 rebounds, five assists, one block. One block's not enough. He need, you need three blocks a game, playboy. Like, he played defense the first quarter and then stopped the whole entire game. That's not you. That's Jokic. That's not him beating. Then, one of six from three. Six threes is too many. Four threes a game. Four threes a game is all you need, Joel. Why didn't Doc tell him to stop shooting threes? Every mid-range... Uh, 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 Joel and B hit every mid-range jumper he took tonight. And I think he should have stayed with that. I think if he would have stayed with the mid-range... And then the dribbling, the excessive dribbling. Nigga, you're not Michael Jordan. Nigga, your dribbling level is LeBron James. Okay? Stop dribbling. Get to the post. Work off the post, 15 feet and in, take an occasional three per quarter. And if you got the three going, okay, then you'll have the green light. But Tyrese Maxey. 21 points. Tobias Harris, 18 points. Philly did everything but win the game. And not and well, they didn't play no defense tonight. Their defense was awful. Awful. They couldn't stop nobody. Nobody. They all got pissed on. And I mean, Philly could have got a little bit more production from their bench. You know, you you sign all these guys to all this fucking money. You sign all these role players to all this money. P.J. Tucker, six points. Not enough. DeAnthony Melton, five points. Not enough. Daniel House, one fucking point. All this money. One fucking point. Gorgas Niang, the most inconsistent shooter in basketball. Three points. Trez, two points. All these signings. For what? For what, my nigga? Two points? Nah. And then Matisse Thibel did not even get that much of an opportunity. No Paul Reed. Even Corkmus didn't even play. But... Yeah, man. Philadelphia, where they fucking lost the game was the third quarter. Doc Rivers kept James Harden and Joel Embiid on the bench too long. One has to at least be on the floor when the other is not. Doc Rivers' flaws have always been lineups. Bad lineup management. Always. Big facts, though. Tell me I'm lying. Now listen, 
Yes, Boston are the Eastern Conference champs, but y'all had a chance, though. Harden was hot. Embiid did well. Tobias Harris did well. Tyrese Maxey did well. But then Boston's bench, that made the difference tonight. And then not to mention, Brown and Tatum had 35 and points each. That is proof that um, Philly did not play no damn defense. Jalen Brown, 14 of 24, 4 of 12 from 3. Jason Tatum, 13 of 20, 2 of 7 from 3. My God. Tatum had 35 and 12. This dude, I told y'all, this nigga is top 10. I told you, Jalen Brown, yeah, I said it. I said it again. I'm going to say it again. Jalen Brown is better than LeBron. I said it. I don't care. I ranked him higher than LeBron James. Jalen Brown could be a superstar on his own team, but he just so happens to be with another superstar. I don't care what nobody say. Grant Williams, I don't know how the fuck he got 15 points. He must have heard. He must have heard my video of me laughing at him for being ranked number 99. I meant no disrespect. You're still not top 150 in the league. But that nigga somehow scored 15 points and hit a step back three. He was five for five, two or three from three. Wow. Malcolm Brogdon, 16 points. You got Malcolm Brogdon, a starter, coming off the bench. Malcolm Brogdon is a ultimate pro. So you got 31 points from your bench. From two players. Nobody else did nothing but 31 points to whatever the fuck the Sixers bench had. The bench made the difference and Philadelphia's third quarter meltdown. But other than that, I mean, Philly can hang. They're a good team. They're just not fucking with Boston. Now, let's move on to my favorite game of the night, the Los Angeles Bakers. My favorite team in the world, the Bakers. Now nah, I'm just playing. Fuck out of here, nigga. What the fuck I look like? The Los Angeles Bakers lost to the Golden State Warriors 123-109, to and I loved every moment of this ass-whooping. It just seemed like Golden State did not have any respect for the Lakers at all. It was like they were touring with them the whole game. They even cut the lead down multiple times, and the Lakers still couldn't take advantage. Anthony Davis had 27 points. That's cute, but he wasn't playing any defense. He had one block that I saw. He had one block. That was it. Anthony Davis used to average three and a half blocks per game. Okay? But I'm saying, though, I don't like Anthony Davis. I used to love AD back in New Orleans. I used to be a big fan of his. I had thought that Anthony Davis was going to come over to L.A. and take over. But as I said in the beginning of the show, 
Anthony Davis doesn't have killer instinct. Most of his 27 points was shit he's supposed to do. I'm honestly, Davis should have had 35 or or 40. Like if he had a killer instinct and a killer mentality, he would have had 35-40. And the Lakers and the score would have been close. But he just don't have it. Like, I'm sorry. He's just soft. And it's just someplace. I just can't stand watching this guy play basketball. Like, this dude don't have no killer in him. And it's disappointing. But I'm but I'm glad he didn't get hurt. I'm glad he fell down a few times and didn't uh, hurt himself. Thank God. LeBron James, 31 points, 14 rebounds, and 8 assists. I seen every point LeBron scored. LeBron didn't start. LeBron, what did he shoot today? He shot 12 of 25, right? That first half, he was atrocious. But when they got down uh, 25 points, guess what happened? LeBron got back the stat padding. And I ain't going to lie. I'm starting to believe that stat that said 91% of LeBron's points were scored when they were down 20-plus points during garbage time. I'm really starting to believe that now because they got down 25 and LeBron started scoring easy layups against the Warriors' second team. Those points were not at a critical time. Those points were not scored in a win. So don't be fooled by these stats. Like that first half, LeBron, I don't even know if that nigga had 12 points in that first half. He he was not shooting the ball well. He got most of his points from the line. And this ain't to shit on him. Yes, scoring 31 points is great. But all LeBron gives a fuck about is breaking Kareem's record. He doesn't give a fuck. He was out there smiling. Uh, I got my 31 points. Shit, I got my 14 rebounds, 8 assists. They gonna call me the GOAT. I bet you Shannon Sharp gonna be on the show tomorrow talking about GOAT James this, GOAT James that, and all that other dick sucking shit that he be on. But most of those points were scored when they were down 25 points to Golden State. Russell Westbrook had 19 points, 11 rebounds. But I bet you they're going to blame Russ. I bet you they're going to blame Russell Westbrook. And Westbrook played good, man. He played all right. He had 19 points and 11 rebounds. Kendrick Nunn showed up. But the problem is, nobody else showed up. Lonnie Walker was ass. Pat Bev was ass. Matt Ryan was ass. Billy Ho from White Men Can't Jump was ass. AKA Austin Reeves. Toscano, ass. Gabriel, the apex predator, fucking hidden character looking motherfucker. Scotty Pippen Jr. didn't even play. I think he... I'm going to be honest with y'all. 
This team looks exactly the same as they did last year. The crazy part about this is everybody talking about wait till AD get back, wait till AD get back, and all this other shit, right? Y'all was getting your ass kicked when AD was out there. They was losing to the OKCs, to the Sacramento Kings, and motherfucking, uh, who's another whack-ass team in a conference? Just losing the lottery teams last year. This bench is young. LeBron can't play with young players. LeBron James can't play with fast players like Westbrook. I mean, me, if I was the GM, I would trade LeBron and AD and try to get some young pieces and I'd keep Russ the rest of the year and see what, and then just build a baby OKC and hope Russ take these niggas to the play-in. Because I don't even think this team, even as it is constructed with three superstars, can't make the playoffs. This team don't fit together. LeBron and Anthony Davis work well in the half court with veteran players and multiple shooters. Matt Ryan can shoot. Cole Swider can shoot. But we need some vets over there in L.A. If I'm L.A., that is. They need some vets. Bad. I'm sorry. I'm so used to saying we and shit. Speaking from that third person and all that. But what a second person or what all that, whatever. This this group ain't going to do it. You remember that midseason trade that LeBron pulled off in Cleveland to get Jordan Clarkson and all them? They need another version of that. And to bring back some vets. This squad ain't gonna make the playoffs. And I'm not and, and I don't wanna hear that it's only one game shit. Y'all did that, it's only preseason shit last year. I don't wanna hear it. Cue up one shining moment. These niggas is in a casket. They already got dirt and worms on them. You heard me? Been talking on these losers so long I forgot about, about how good the Warriors played. Even though they made some silly turnovers trying to play with these niggas to see if they would actually had the balls to come back and win the game. I guess not. Well, we got Steph Curry. Steph Curry, 33 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Another day at the office, 4 steals, 1 block. And guess who we blocked? Stephen Curry blocked Anthony Davis. That nigga is soft. That nigga's a 7 foot vagina that bleeds. I had to get that out. That shit was sad. Andrew Wiggins, the most improved player. All-star. Finally playing like an all-star. 20 points. Um, Clay Thompson, 18 points. Kevon Looney, Kevon Looney did a great job on Anthony Davis. Kevon Looney did a great job on Anthony Davis. He was locking his ass up. Clay Thompson, 18 points. This seemed like every shot Clay hit tonight was deadly and was daggers. Jamichael Green played well too in his first game as a Warrior. He was incredible. Jordan Poole, 12 points, seven assists off the bench. Dante DiVincenzo, eight points. James Wiseman, eight points. This is the difference. This is the vast difference between the best team and one of the. This is what it looks like when you're a championship team going against a 33 win team. 
The Lakers really do look like they're going to win 33 three games again. Iggy ain't even played. Patrick Baldwin Jr. ain't come off the out the uniform. Look at that first quarter. LeBron shot one of five. Alright. Second quarter. LeBron had 11 points. So at halftime, LeBron had 14 points. And was shooting 4 of 10 from the field and 0 of 3 from 3. Now here's where the stat pattern began. Right? Then he had 10 points in a quarter. Then he had 7. Patton. My final thoughts on this game. The Los Angeles Lakers either need to break this team up and rebuild or get some players that fit a half-court scheme because that's how LeBron and AD want to play. Russell Westbrook be by himself on fast breaks, man, and he be trying to score on four or five niggas. Kendrick Nunn is somebody you could keep. Austin Reeves is somebody you can keep. Cole Swider, Matt Ryan, Pippen, and Christie. The rest of them got to pack their bags. Pat Bev doesn't fit this team. He can't shoot consistently. And uh, I just want to say one more thing. Free Darvin Ham, man. Prayers go out to Darvin Ham as his team got put in a fucking casket. Get them some motherfucking sorry for your lost cards. Because these niggas is, is done. Niggas talking about it's only one game. Yeah, yeah, it's one game and you got your motherfucking ass fucked up. Just like you did every game this season. But anyway, uh, what cost the Lakers this game is simple. Turnovers, lack of heart, horrible defensive awareness, horrible defense, and just poor decision making. It's not a team camaraderie over there. Golden State showed they on they shit. X's and O's. There were cuts to the basket. There was team defense being played. But that's my show, man. This is King Known Uncensored. Welcome to the 2022-23 season. And I'm gone.